Unleash your light with this lustrous look. Limited edition colors of Moodstruck Powder Blush spotlight your cheeks. Moodstruck Precision Dip and Draw Eyeliner offers unlimited potential for those peepers. And Moodstruck Splash Liquid Lipstick in glinting metallics. Make sure that your lips demand as much attention as the words coming out of them. Gleam on, you goddess! Arise and shine with a gathering of limited edition jewels. The Shining Elements Bundle ensures you're always seen in the best light. Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. September customer kudos are available through September 30th, 2017, while supplies last. Hi, I'm Lacey Drawers, and I am not Nina Flowers. Hi, I'm Lexi Diamond, and I'm not Nina Flowers. And this is We, we Are Not, not Nina, Nina Flowers. Flowers. So <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's been a minute. It took us a while to get used to it. It's fine. Just <laughs> we're trying of, something new. <laughs> yeah, just just know that it's We Are Not Nina Flowers. That's what you're listening to, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Welcome back. It's been a while. Lexi, do you understand the last time that we recorded together, you and I... Was in May. Wow! Really? Yeah, at the hotel that I was staying at in Aurora. You're right. May on the July. second floor. September. That's four months, dude. Yeah. What was the end of May? Yeah, that's crazy. That's the one where we couldn't like stop doing the. Do you make a no? Yeah, we were on drugs. I feel. Or it, it that was the last like... time we recorded. That's insane. Oh my god. There's so much that has happened. How was your pride? What? Did, how was pride? I didn't. So okay. So it, being completely honest, my pride sucked. Why? Because I worked the entire time it was at pride, um, and the thing with that is I don't. I no longer work for the company i was even working for at the time i don't need to go into how much of a shit show that place was um <laughs> let's just say that i'm in a better workspace that's a lot healthier for my mental right. health and pays me better and i don't know it's just all around a better opportunity for me so um yeah definitely a good thing on that yeah i didn't do pride either i like i said i was homeless living in a hotel for a little over a month and I started a job, like, I don't know, middle of June, so I didn't really have time to save up any money to go to Pride. I also moved, so now I'm, like, f way farther south than I used to be, which is, like, an additional 45 minutes away from you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, good Prides for both of us, huh? Yeah, great. Great times, good good times, good times. <laughs> so we both started new jobs since we last recorded. That's right, uh-huh. I've moved. Uh, I'm still in the same place. It just looks a lot better, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm I'm getting That's into good. I'm getting into the habit of cleaning, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, actually, not not like on it. a daily basis, but you know what? It looks a hell of a lot better than it did. Okay. That's true. Yes. Um, so let's talk about some stuff that happened in July. Let's see. I'm trying to remember what happened in July. July 4th, obviously. Fourth of July. Did you do anything for the for the holiday? Is it fair to say I can't even remember at this point? I suppose. I mean, what I remember about the 4th of July is, one, I remember that it's Stephen's birthday, but I didn't do anything but wish him a happy birthday. I had the day off, but I actually had to work. 
What I remember about the 4th of July, though, is Governor Chris Christie, like, blocking off the beach and then using it for his own private thing. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Catch me up on what, so what happened. He was like, he's the governor of New Jersey, and I remember he, like, shut down the beaches in New Jersey for, like, a government shutdown, and then he went and used them, <laughs> like, by himself so he would have no one else there. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? fuck? I don't know. That's what I remember about the 4th of July. Is he a Trump sympathizer or something? Oh, yeah. He was like, he really helped Trump a lot along the campaign trail. Let's see. Oh, we also got the announcement of a new doctor for Doctor Who, who's going to be played by a female for the first time, an actress, Jodie Whittaker. She's going to be playing the doctor. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty. So is this the first time we have a female Doctor Who? Yeah, ever. So how, like, psyched are people for this? Um, you know, for the first couple of days after the announcement, it was, it's hard to believe that misogyny is so strong in 2017. Uh... Like, they're literally, the show's been around for 50 plus years. And it is the same character. They're just different actors playing the same character, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that it's a woman, but it has always been established that they could change gender. And in the previous season, the Doctor's like best friend slash enemy, the Master, was played by a woman. And so I don't understand why people like lost their shit about it. And... I'm all for it, but I'm not going to just like her because she's a woman. Like, I want to see how she's going to portray the doctor. Right, you know? right. But, like, the I that, again, that's not the issue. The issue is, like, why is it that people are reacting in such a way when right. it, just because it is a female taking the lead, you know? Like, it, it blows our mind, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't anymore. With everything that's happened, with the political climate that we're in in this country ever since Trump got elected into office, it's like there's not a lot of things that can surprise us anymore, unfortunately. And I know. <laughs> I'm just, with you. It just sucks, you know, because, like, you can't even enjoy a good show that's been around for so long that's basically a classic at this point without that kind of negativity, like, bleeding into the image of what it right. is, you know? So. Well, and on top of that, like, it's not even Americans that were saying it. This was all over the world, and, you know, this is one of the most popular television shows in the world, and when you see things like that, the misogynistic comments, the people that are attacking her when she got cast, I mean, she had to go through the same thing as everyone else, you know? She had to audition and prove that she was the best for the part. That makes sense. It's also, we also, I guess... Nice thing to remember is also the fact that we are seeing this on a global scale because of the the way that social media and the internet has been able to basically connect everyone all at once so easily. Like it gives everyone a voice. So it it may seem like, or at least I think it may seem like there's a lot of people that are really not on board with the rest of us, but it's only because they now have a voice, and so we're right. able to see that more. So it may not be that that's what the majority thinks, but it is still a pretty it's big It's what the court. loudest think, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of people that were appointed and removed from the White House. Uh, most famously, Anthony Scaramucci. He's fucking hilarious, by the way. He should have his own stand-up, I feel like. 
Right? He's such a fucking moron. Like <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm like, take a Guido and put him in a suit, and I feel like that's what we got with him. And it was just so funny to see him. God. Like, <laughs> For real. Like, wasn't he the one that said that what's-his-name is trying to suck his own dick? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. The mooch. The we mooch. Can't. Scaramucci, will you do the Fandango? (laughs) (laughs) G-making, no. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Donald Trump tried to ban transgender people from the military. Okay, so here's my thing with that. Like, um, no, 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 no. Agreed, except for that seventh no and more on the eighth. Okay, all right. Very, (laughs) very fair. I'll I'll stand by that as well. (laughs) Yeah, like, here's my thing. Like, one, if you're going to want to serve in the military, fucking do it. I don't want to. You don't see me enrolling. I'm not going to do it. Right. (laughs) If you want to serve, go for it. Yeah, also, but... there are people that sign up to join the military because they cannot get money for school or for health care. So they join it to get these perks. And they're basically being... put, like yeah. basically putting their life on the line as a way of trying to like put themselves ahead, but like helping everybody else in the country in the process. And so why would you deprive an opportunity of someone who's willing to right. put their life on the line and put like their legacy on the line, really, uh, for like in the name of this country, really, you're just going to deprive them of that opportunity. Like I'm not about war. Like I, I don't like the military, but they're there for a reason. I thank them every day, you know, and I respect people who do that. So why is it that you think it's appropriate for you to limit the people that go in there when they're, when they're willing to do anything for their country? Like that's a pretty on just like not even looking at it in a humane kind of viewpoint just looking at it as a strategic viewpoint why the fuck would you get rid of an entire like basis of people that are i mean be... thousands of people that would suddenly be removed from their jobs from active duty like you're cutting down on your own workforce yeah like you're not saving money by doing that <laughs> you know it was pretty stupid he's an idiot god i hate him also like who the fuck cares like, if it's not your private parts, if it is not affecting you personally, who the fuck cares? You're not sleeping with them. You're not paying it out of your own pocket. You are putting it into a big bank that we use to have a civilized society. Who the fuck cares? Stop worrying about other people's afterlife, trying to save them all the time, and then calling them crazy while they're in this life, you know? Like, I I can't even get onto Facebook anymore and read any comments because suddenly you get all of these stupid Trump trolls just throwing out anything and then people feeding into that so they just keep going to the top of every list. Like, I can't even read comments anymore. I I just hate everybody. It's been been a while since you could really read comments comfortably, though, if let's be real. Yeah, but usually, like, I could get into them and be like, okay, you're an idiot, are you... Like, and I would do that on the other side, too. Like, I could see liberals, and I'm like, okay, you are not a good arguer. Like, that's not the way to educate people. But I'm starting to feel like Bill Nye the Science Guy or Neil deGrasse Tyson when they're talking about climate change 
and you have a bunch of right-wingers that are like, no, it doesn't happen because God, and then they go in and they're like, you're wrong because I have opinions. Forget the fact that you have an advanced degree. Like, I have an advanced degree in history, and suddenly I'm listening to a bunch of crazy people that are Trump trolls that are like, well, but I have opinions, so you're wrong. Well, that's an opinion. I know, but there are people that are fighting tooth and nail that it's like, now it's not even worth fighting it. I got into a Facebook fight, I don't know, about a month ago, over whether or not the Holocaust existed. Really? Are people really that oblivious to... And it's just, like, they pull up these points that you can't really counter because they're so stupid. But then it's also like they set you up so that you can't even respond because if you do, all you're doing is falling into their trap, you know? At the end of the day, like, you can think of it this way. They they have an opinion and they want it voiced and at the end of the day, it's just the fact that they want to somehow feel validated in some way, shape, or form. And whether or not that's going to be stomping around everyone else who happens to get in their way, then you know what? That's their prerogative. But at the end of the day, whether or not it's karma or not, like something's going to happen along the lines. They're going to realize, mm, maybe you're wrong and you're fucked up and you probably shouldn't be pushing so hard for you, other people to see it your way. Because right. it's not because at the end of the day, it's your way. It's not going to be anybody right. else's way, you know. So speaking of the Holocaust and Nazis. Um, let's talk about what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia on August 12th. The Unite the Right march. Um, there was a woman that was killed by a car by these neo-Nazis. Oh, God. Like, I have a really hard time with people talking about that, too, because they're like, well, Nazis have opinions, too. Yeah, they do, and they're asinine. My opinion is, like, I don't think you should hate anybody. Your opinion is we should kill Jews. There's a big difference on that, you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, the thing about that is, like, I still hadn't heard what was, like, what had happened, and I was at work. I was, like, we were just chatting, me and a coworker, and, like, she just brought it up, and... She brought it up because I asked her what was wrong because it seemed like she was just off all day and she's Jewish herself, you know. She's, um, she's from Jersey. Like she's Jew- she's the the stereotypical Jewish. I love her so much. She's yeah. so cool. But it was like, oh my gosh, um, it was just really uncomfortable for me to find out through someone who is personally affected by this you know and it was a shock because i'm here i am at work and i'm like what is going on with this country like i can't even i can't even give this simple person in front of me like quality customer service because i can't even focus on the fact that they're there right i'm so shocked at the fact that somebody thinks it's okay it's appropriate and it's completely fine for you to be hurting someone over your own opinion over something that is not a fact over something that you you did not come up with this is something that's passed down to you like you, you yeah like you're not you having learn a, hate exactly you're not having an original thought about this it's not right. like you you woke up and it just happened and you were like i hate these people this is something you right. learn like and for you when donald just, trump said that there was blame on both sides like all he's doing is pushing white supremacy there's not there's nazi and there's not a nazi like there's not both sides here you know yeah So in Denver, there was a big case that happened, a court case, 
in which a DJ was suing Taylor Swift. Over what? So she claimed that he had groped her and was inappropriate with her. And because of that, he was fired. So she, he was suing her basically for wrongful termination and like defamation, um, slander, I think, you know, things like that. And she was countersuing for $1 for the same kind of thing. Like you were slandering my name, you're slandering my image by saying that it's okay for you to grope women and that you shouldn't be fired because of it. So who won? So Taylor won. She won one dollar. Um, and if so, Taylor's also released some new songs. The first song off her new album, Reputation, "Look What You Made Me Do." Uh, in the music video, there's a scene where she's sitting in a bathtub of diamonds. Have you seen the music video yet? I've not seen the music video. I'm not a big fan of the song. I heard it. Anyway, in the music video, she is sitting in a bathtub of diamonds and jewels, and next to her is one dollar. Hey! Which I think is really nifty. Savage. Oh, the solar eclipse. How did? How could I forget the solar eclipse? <laughs> um, that happened just like a couple weeks it ago. It did. Uh, did you? Did you feel anything with the eclipse? Um, yeah, so the eclipse is supposed to make you feel kind of off. Because it made me feel, like, fucking off. Like, for the, the three to four days after that, I was like, what is going on? And it's funny because, like, I felt off, but I didn't feel like anything was wrong, if that makes any sense. And I yeah. felt like, especially because I work retail and I deal with, like, a lot of people on a daily basis, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like... They weren't, yeah. and again, it was really weird because it's not like they were being rude or aggressive or anything. The, people were just off, and it was kind of irking me because it's like they were asking rhetorical questions and like they were confused about stuff that really wasn't that confusing. They ha- they came and bought something a few days ago, came to return it. The reason was very weird because it made absolutely no sense. So I was like, what? Like it it just threw everyone out for a loop. I feel. Yeah, and it. It does that, and it's kind of known to do that, you know? It, If you remember when we were talking about the episode where we were talking about my mental health mm-hmm. and how I talked about how what makes me kind of a crazy person is my circadian rhythm is different than other people. That's what the eclipse does, is it messes with your circadian rhythm. So you don't, it also messes with animals, so the birds are not going to be tweeting, you know, the rabbits are not going to be jumping around like it's the middle of the day, because the sun is suddenly away and it's dark, it makes them think it's nighttime, so they go to bed, and then when it's back out just a few minutes later, they're confused, and that messes with us, like when you suddenly don't hear birds... And it's very quiet. Yeah, and it was a very... It throws you off. It does, and it was really weird how... Because I was at my uncle's house when we did this. I had family in town. We had, like, a really big party for my cousin. It was her 15th birthday party. But we were all at my uncle's house, and it was really weird for you to go outside. And, like, if you just looked outside, like, out the window, it was really weird to see. It almost looked like you were wearing sunglasses. Right. But, like, 
you weren't. So it was a really weird thing because you kept touching your face, like, oh, I need to take these sunglasses off so I can see clearly, and you had nothing on your face. Like, right. it was so weird. Well, let's take a quick break because um, I need to pee. <laughs> I know, I need to grab a snack. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back in just a minute. Did you know that this podcast is also sponsored by our live show bookings? If you haven't booked us at your local bar, comedy club, theater, or living room, why not? Visit LaceyJores.com and click on the Contact Me link for rates and fees today. Or if you want to throw a couple bucks to us, click the Tip a Queen link. And we're back. That feels so good to say. (laughs) Right? It is nice to be like, we're back. Yay. Yeah. Even though we're like not back, like we're back, you know, like we're not seeing each other face to face like we used to. Well, but now that we've also got this figured out, maybe we can actually go back to doing a weekly podcast and not take two months off by mistake. I know. That's mostly my fault. I do apologize, audience. I am an unmotivated motherfucker, but I also had a lot of things going on. So did Lacey. Please have mercy on ourselves. You know? Thank you. What? What? So, what else has happened with you since I last talked with you? I mean, a lot has happened. You got a new job. I got a new job. I took a break from drag completely, and I think that it's really funny how we took a break from the podcast, too, at the same time. It was really good for me to kind of just retreat, and I don't know if it had anything to do with the Eclipse, but I did kind of reset. Um, I had my first show in quite a while. Uh, I want at the end of this past month, so yeah. about a week ago, um, and it was nice. It, I mean, I don't want to say I was like re-inspired because that's a really strong word, but I definitely started getting my groove back. You know, I hosted the show a little bit. I did like a costume change. It was just a really rewarding show. You know, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I am going to DragCon this weekend. I was just about to bring that up. How like how hyped up are you for this? Like how excited are you? Like I was I'm really kind of nervous at this point. Like last week I was so excited. Like I was jumping up and down, but now that it's getting closer, I'm getting really nervous. What? Why nervous? So, though? okay, so originally I was going to fly up to Boston and hang out with some friends and um I was going to take my real estate class and I was going to go up like today. I was going to fly out today. Oh, that's so funny that we're recording today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, you know, plans changed. Money got really, really tight. Um, And so I'm not going up until Thursday now. And so I'm going up on Thursday. I'm flying into actually Providence and I'm actually not going to Boston at all. Going into Providence, I'm spending the night in Rhode Island and then I'm taking like an Uber, or I'm sorry, a Lyft. I think we use Lyft now, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It is uh, uh, definitely supported by uh, RuPaul's podcast, so that's what we're gonna do from now right? on. Right, Lyft. So we take. I'm gonna take a Lyft into Fall River, Massachusetts, which is like 20 minutes. It's like going from Denver to Aurora. Like it's not bad. Um, I'm gonna go into Fall River, and I'm gonna take my real estate test, and that is at two o'clock. And I have four hours to do that, so till about six I have to take my real estate exam. And I will find out if I'm a licensed real estate agent at the end of the test, which is kind of exciting, but also really nerve-wracking. I've been doing a lot of practice tests, and I've only passed one of, like, the seven that I've taken. So I'm really nervous. I have really bad test anxiety. 
And so I'm really nervous about this test. Well, I don't think you should be nervous. I know that's easier said than done, especially since you just said you have, like, test anxiety. But, like, if you just think of, I don't know, something that kind of mellows you out, or if you, if you just realize how, like, not serious it is, I think it might just help you, you know, kind of center yourself. Right. But, um... I think this is really good for you. I think you. I. St- I still feel like you should be excited for this because this just means number one. Like, let's say worst case scenario, it doesn't work out for you that one time. Like, you are doing. You are taking steps for something that you want to do, which is a really exciting thing to begin with. You know. Right. And you're gonna be a drag con along the way. Like, okay. what the fuck is there? Not well, to be excited okay. So about, here's you know? the thing. Here's what's funny about that. So I get out of my test at six at the latest, right in in Fall River. Um, Fall River, by the way, is where the Lizzie Borden supposed murders happened. You remember me telling you about Lizzie Borden? Oh, that's definitely a comforting thought <laughs> for you to think of when you're digging me down. Well, but I'm like a history nerd, so it'll be exciting. I'll have a chance to go see her house, you know? Yeah. Gosh. Right. Like, okay. I am like, I want to go to museums. <laughs> uh, I'm all like, uh, I want to oh, get out great. of here. <laughs> so, um, I get out of the tests, you know before or at six o'clock depending on when i finish and then i'll take a lift back to rhode island and then i've got a train at 10 30 at night and my train is going to take me into manhattan and i don't get into manhattan until 2 30 in the morning and then <laughs> my hotel is in brooklyn so they'll drop me off like actually really close to hell's kitchen where Dracon's going to be and then I have to take a lift, or because I don't know if the subway will still be going, um, depending, you know, on delays and whatnot of the train. If I can get, I have to get into Brooklyn, and then I have to pick up my pass at like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I've really only got like two hours of sleep at that point if I want to put on makeup. Oh my <laughs> god, bitch! But bitch, like that is the uh, life story of a drag queen. It's like. Running on three I know, hours but I haven't maximum. done drag in a while. That like the idea of not getting eight hours of sleep, <laughs> like it's different, you know. Like last summer when we were booked every day, and I was getting two hours of sleep or sleeping in my makeup. Like, and that's what I'm actually considering is doing my makeup on the train. I have four hours on the train, and I'm doing my um, cartoon look the first day, so it's not going to take me as long. But I thought about just doing it on the train while I'm there. And then I'll be in Manhattan. And that's not going to look out of place, you know? <laughs> that would be fucking hardcore as fuck if you do it on the train. Makeup, right? I, I say go for it. The other option is I could sleep on the train. <laughs> oh, that's safe. Right. <laughs> Uh, but I am excited to be going to DragCon. I'll be there both days. I will be sneaking out a little bit on the first day to go see my drag brother, Lucky Drawers, who will be walking in New York Fashion Week. <laughs> oh, good for him, right. slash her. I know this is kind of confusing. Drag King, she's actually a woman, but still, I get I get it. Yeah. Hopefully the audience catches it. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to go see him, slash her, walk in New York Fashion Week, which is really exciting. Um, and then I... Th- is that... What? 
Is that why he's been off the map? Is he out in New York or No, not yeah, he's been I mean, he works a night job first of all, but doing a lot of prep for Fashion Week. Cuz New York Fashion Week started today and goes through Saturday. So I think he flies out on like Wednesday. Yeah. So I'll be up there with Gaze Against Guns um, talking a little bit about what it's like to come from a state that has had a lot of shootings, um, kind of the most famous of the mass shootings um, with Columbine and also with the uh, Batman shooter. So talking a little bit about that, but also what it's like to be so far away when Pulse happened because I lost somebody in Pulse and how that really affected my drag and how it affected Denver drag. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we're also I'm also talking about how I'm going to start a chapter here in Denver that I can get off the ground really quickly, go quickly and get people going so that by the time I move to Massachusetts next year, um, it's established here and then I can start a new one in Boston. Um, we're also going to be talking about um, just gun violence in general. Just as I don't know, I don't know how to. Let's just put some numbers on it. So today we're recording at September fourth. Um, that is the two hundred and forty seventh day of the year, and to date there have been two hundred and forty six mass shootings in the United States. That means that there's been a mass shooting in the United States. More than one person shot. Um, Every day except for today. There have been 10,493 people as of recording that have been killed by guns in the United States since January 1st. Do you know what that sounds like to me? Those type of numbers, if you really think about it, are appropriate for a country that's in civil war. Do you realize that? Like, you... Like... Basically, this country is in war with itself, unofficially. It is mind-boggling to know that this is something that has basically been normalized in our country because there's such a controversy with don't take away my guns, it is my right, and it may so well be your right, but if you're not using it wisely and if we're not putting limitations on who is getting their hands on guns and how, what is the point? Right. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Because... Of those 10,493 deaths, 493 of those were children. Um, only 201 of those involved an officer, a police officer. And only 1,600 of them were home invasions. That is a lot of people. That is 9,000 people that just have guns. Or 9,000 people that have died because of guns that should not have been guns. Almost 500 children are dead because of somebody else that shouldn't have had a gun. To kind of give you a breakdown, at midnight tonight, it will be every 31 seconds since January 1st, somebody has died from gun-related violence. We've been recording for an hour. That's almost 120 people that have died since we started recording. This is why it's so important for me to have gays against guns that are working legislatively too, so that we 
they're working, you know, the Washington side of things. But at the same time, building numbers to get people to support this. That this incidents of gun violence are not acceptable. Well, thank you. I mean, if there's anything I can Thanks. say, thank you for putting your first the, the first foot forward <laughs> in making sure that we're doing our best to try to prevent this from happening and you know or at least limit what's going on like to the very least if there's some hope we can hold on to is limiting right. how like how many times this is happening and how so i th- you know and it starts with baby steps if we can get deeper background checks on people if we can put people on lists of you know people that shouldn't be able to buy guns i should not be able to buy a gun you know and i'm not saying that as like a pity me or anything but i am a person who is not completely mentally stable i don't know who is nowadays anyway you know, yeah you know what i was just thinking is like it, it also boggles my mind how like is like this is actually more common here in colorado because we have trinidad in the state you know which is like the number one you know uh sender excuse me gender reassignment surgery you know city place in the world used to yeah um People have to go through a psychological test before you're even considered to like meet the doctor that's going to do your reassignment surgery. If you're doing right. that for such a life-changing decision, why isn't that we're not doing something similar for someone who's going to be holding a lethal weapon and who's going to right. have it readily available to them? Like you should be like psychologically looked at before you're even looking at the guns. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, no, I agree. And it's hard because Americans feel that because there's a piece of paper that was written 200 and something years ago that said that we had the right to bear arms, suddenly feel that they have the right to have a gun and have the right to shoot people. 10,000 people have died and only 1,600 because of home invasion. That is not a huge number of homes being invaded. In 246 days, I'm excited to go and talk to them. Um, and see just what we can do. Something's got to change, and it's going to be a lot harder with this current administration um, to get anything fixed, but we'll see. And I'll be dressed like Louise Belcher the first day and then a cute little Hogwarts student the second day. (laughs) I cannot wait to see pictures. (laughs) So if you're in New York for DragCon, come up and find me. I would love to talk to you. Uh, We we need to figure out what I'm going to say because I want to record some stuff. And have it put on the podcast. Yeah, what do you... I mean, I don't know. Like, what do we want people to say? It'll be great. <laughs> um, what else is coming up for you? For me? Oh, I, go ahead. No, yeah, I think for me... Um, I don't know. Just right now, it the reason, a big reason why I took like a break from drag and whatnot is because I really wanted to refocus on what I want my like day-to-day career to be. Uh I would love to get on Drag Race and just do drag full-time. That would be amazing. Uh, But that's not something that I see as being realistic for the time being. So I really needed to focus on what my career was. And so um, I'm really focusing on work right now. And um, things are looking pretty promising right now. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx it. But uh, I am getting a a lot more recognition here than I was getting at my previous place of employment. There's definitely more more uh room for growth here like a lot more room it's kind of crazy 
the company's just a lot better to work with. Um, so I'm just really focusing on that right now. Anything outside of that, you know, drag wise, I'm just going to have like the monthly show that I have up in Fort Collins uh, that I'm really excited about. I've been hosting a lot lately, which I really enjoy. Uh, but yeah, I think right now it's just, I'm definitely going to have a slow pace, you know, picking things back up again, but I'm definitely in a better space. So, uh. all right, Lexi, let's move on to our Instagram suggestions. Instagram suggestion. Follow that queen. Okay, so uh, right before we started the show, I was like, I actually went scouting for a queen that I like on Instagram, and um, we really want to make sure that you guys understand the fact that we're really trying to feature people that we usually that usually wouldn't get featured, or maybe not a lot of people know about, not anything that's here local in Denver. So I was like, what can I try to look for that you know people aren't looking for really, or people don't expect? So I literally put in Utah drag queen yes (laughs) and i found this girl and she looks like she's pretty young but she's very pretty um so her name is uh i think it's layla moan it's l-a sorry excuse me l-i-l-i-a-m-a-u-g-h-n she says uh her description here says she's half asian half white half man half queen but she's really a man named coco jelly uh Utah-based drag queen. She's a life vocalist, and she's darn cute. She's from Salt Lake City, Utah, and um, she's really gorgeous, actually. I'm going to send you uh, her thing real quick so you can take a look at her. Oh, I found her, bitch. Oh, you found her? Oh, she's so pretty. She's really pretty, and she doesn't doesn't have a lot of followers either, too. That's part of the reason why I really wanted to feature her, because you don't think about this guys like i didn't think about this until i did you know like you don't it's not like you go to utah specifically looking for drag queens so i'm here to say that uh layla if you're listening i really appreciate what you're doing this is definitely somewhere we wouldn't expect to see something like this we don't know what it's like out there with you know it being such a high uh highly religious state or or at least it having the stereotype that it is but um you look gorgeous girl i like what you're doing your makeup application looks flawless, and uh, hopefully I see you grow from here. I'd, I'd love to see more of you. So, Yeah. So what's her Instagram handle again? Her Instagram. So her Instagram handle is S-H-E-L-I-L-I-A-M-A-U-G-H-N. She, Layla Mon. That's cute. Wait, is it Lila or Lilia? Lilia, maybe it's Lilia. I don't know. She's half Asian though, so I don't know if it's got that <laughs> Latin root, the Lilia. I don't know. But it could be. I don't know. There's this one picture I'm in love with. I'm like, bitch, who did that wig for you? Because it's monstrous. Uh, I fucking love it. But yeah, good job, good job, girl. I like what I see. It's All Bev, right. bitch. It's Bev. Bitch. Yes. She is Miss Gulf Coast Comedy Queen 2017. Her home bar is Taboo Lounge and Sports Bar in Philadelphia. Here's what's here's what got me. One, she uses a lot of references that I absolutely adore. So like she was going to a white party, so she went dressed as Debbie from the Adams family. Like sign me the <laughs> F up. But also She's got one of this costume where it looks like she's being pulled by Bill Cosby. What? It's it's oh my God. such poor taste, and I fucking love it. Like, <laughs> and I think I'm she's looking, gonna wear I'm it looking. to DragCon. <laughs> I can't. 
but her Instagram handle is it's Bev Bitch. She's hilarious. Her paint is amazing, and it's not typical. You know, it's not like I was, every other drag queen. I was gonna say it is definitely a very tasteful mix of camp and fish in a right. really weird way. Uh, but I'm a fan. I like what I see here. She's uh, definitely got the makeup down for sure on my half. She's gorgeous. I absolutely love her. And she's so funny. I was watching some videos of her, and she's just like, I was almost peeing myself. <laughs> is, she, is she funny? Is she's she so funny. funny. She is the comedy queen, Gulf Coast comedy queen. Yes, God. So follow her on Instagram at it's Bev Bitch, I-T-S-B-E-V-B-I-T-C-H. Um, it'll say Drew slash Bev. You'll see her. She's also followed by like Wendy Ho and me and a lot of the other and queens Lex- that we actually do. So Yeah. And Lexi Diamond now, thank you very much. Never heard <laughs> of her. Um, but a lot of the uh Rue girls actually follow her too, so Oh cool. So but, she's definitely known in the circuit. That's definitely good for her. Yeah, but she's not a huge she doesn't have a huge following on Instagram yet, so let's change that. Yay. Yay. All right, Lexi, um, Let's see, I think we, we skipped a couple of things, but we're getting back into the swing of things, so let's hopefully get this going weekly again so that we can be a weekly podcast. All right, well, Lexi, it was fantastic talking with you again. I'm, I'm glad that you're still alive. I know, for real. The feeling's mutual on this side. It's really nice to at least hear your voice. Um, hopefully I can get a camera soon, and that way we can at least try to look at each other through Skype, and then uh, you can go <laughs> right. there. Maybe we'll get some visual cues a little bit more. Right. But, uh, <laughs> uh, this was definitely fun. It's definitely good to hear your voice. It's definitely fun to be back with you guys that are listening. Um, but, yeah, reach out to us. Uh, tell us if there's any suggestions that you guys want us to talk about, um, anything that you guys want our opinions on, or just if you want to just chat with us, please don't be afraid to reach out to us. Uh, yeah. You can reach me at on Instagram at LexiDiamond93. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook just under Lexi Diamond. That's L-E-X-I and then Diamond, just like you spell it. Uh, but, yeah, definitely reach out to us. We definitely want to hear. We're going to get back in the game, and uh, we're definitely happy to be back. So And your Snapchat? Great. My Snapchat is A-L-E-G-A-R-14. You will see me as a boy a lot there, but you're going to see me act a fool a lot. So if you want to be my friend, you're definitely going to get a good scope of what I'm like <laughs> in real life. Through my Snapchat. Um, I'm a hot mess, I'll tell you right now. But That's uh, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find all of my contact information at LaceyDrawers.com. I'm also doing a lot of videos for my YouTube page. Uh, putting a lot in the bank right now. I want to have quite a few put away so that I can just kind of upload weekly without having to worry too much about it. Anyway, uh, Lexi, you got anything else for us? Um, please always... Uh... Go to school, don't do drugs, uh, eat your vegetables, and all that good stuff. Right. Go to school, don't pay for drugs. I think that's what I heard. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you use your caboose so that you can get free shit and all that right. good stuff. Back to shit up. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. Are you going to hang up first? Do you want me to hang up oh. first? Shoot. This is an actual um, thing where we can actually hang up because we're on Skype. <laughs> no, right? Isn't that weird?
Okay, I think I'm going to let you do... Living the unique lifestyle is a commitment to uplifting, empowering, and validating women everywhere. It's devoting yourself to helping a global family of women realize their potential for personal growth and financial reward. Together, we make a beautiful team. Are you ready to live unique? Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee.